Before we get into today's conversation, I would like you to know that this episode is brought to you by Philip Walter Consolidate, a creative and customer experience agency, and they are open for business. They provide sure up services for individuals and businesses who want to create lasting impressions, build strong brand awareness, and innovate on ideas. Now, their services range from digital marketing, media production, business design, management, and promotions. They are a 360-degree creative agency, and you can get in touch with them via email info.philipwalterco at gmail.com or visit their social media handles at philipwalterco which is on instagram facebook twitter and linkedin now here's the beautiful catch you can use the referral thoughtful randomness to get a 15 percent discount on all their services now this means that when you do reach out to them and you want to make use of their services all you need to do is let them know hey guys i heard about you on thoughtful randomness and you get an instant 15% discount on their service. Now that is a good deal. Hello friend, I am BJ with the show man. Welcome to my podcast, Thoughtful Randomness. It's going to be another exciting episode of storytelling and conscious learning. And in this episode, I am sharing an open letter to whom it may concern. And I want to share that with you today because um, lately I have been thinking about the interactions I have had over the years. You know, one thing is certain. We will always meet people in our journey in life and most of these people we meet will inspire us to be a better version of ourselves. Others will maybe make us lose focus of our goals and take us to a different path and there are others who come to uplift us when we are down. But notwithstanding, we will definitely meet different types of people as we move from one phase of life to the next, you know. So in my pondering, about the type of people we finally come across in life, I decided to make a list of the type of people I have interacted with in my journey and what I generally took away from them. This was kind of an exercise for me. It became necessary to do this because I needed to understand where I have been, how I moved from that point to where I am right now and possibly where I am heading to. And the interactions and experiences I have maybe picked up over the years must have somehow shaped my reality. And this is something I think I will encourage everyone to do. You might not remember everyone, but trust me when I tell you that you will remember those key interactions that sort of influenced your disposition at certain times. And in truth, the people you meet every day of your life will contribute to adding value to you or value to your existence, be it negative or positive, irrespective of uh, the kind of effect they leave you with. You generally take in a profitable lesson from their personality. And first on my list of types of people I have come across are the givers. I have met lots of them lots of givers individuals who have committed to giving others what they have and even if what they have isn't enough of that i'm talking about people or those who just do it because they believe they need to do and they always they always do it and are humble about those acts of giving. Well, up until a few years ago, this is a personal story now, I have never thought of giving as a virtuous deed. And I had this drive that I want to tag as the hold onto it drive. 
You know, I never felt the need to give to anyone. Even when I had enough, I was more of a taker. And it felt good at that time to take than to give. Because my knowledge was limited in terms of what giving can actually do for you. Because in my head, I was always thinking, you know, what if things go bad when you give? What if you don't have enough at the end of the day for yourself? And then I met this friend of mine who changed my perception about giving and gave me a whole different perspective. He was that guy who if you saw, he saw someone hungry and he had just a plate of food left on his table, he would give out the plate to the hungry person and then go out and sauce his dinner somewhere else or somehow. He was that guy. It inspired me watching him do some of the things that he did. And at a time in my life, there was no one around me who was doing that. And I was inspired by him. And one day in the middle of our conversation, I asked him why he was always concerned about others, why he gave out so much stuff. You know, his reply was simple. He said, it's just stuff. It can be replaced. But what can't be replaced is the way I will feel if I can't help out when I could have. Now, I thought about what he said and I realized I wanted to be as calm as he was after giving, not being afraid of the inevitable when I give. And that was my mindset because he inspired me to see things differently. He changed my ideal towards giving. And since then, I have come to understand that giving makes you whole. There is a form of emotional growth that comes with giving. You attract positive energy from the universe. To my understanding, giving doesn't have to be financial. It could be your skill to help people navigate a vacuum. It could be your time to help a community project or something uh, that generally helps someone solve a pressing need, you know? And in truth, giving benefits you, you the giver, whether you like it or not. And there's always going to be a benefit to you. Even if you genuinely help others and don't expect anything back, you will feel satisfied and happier. And ever since my interaction with him and I took on a new perspective towards giving, I totally feel satisfied and happier. And this is what makes you grow, what attracts better things to your life. Now, the second type of people I have come across are the awakeners. The awakeners, uh, or should I say the awakener, is someone who brings out the best in you in a positive way. Every time you engage in a conversation with them, you tell yourself you need to do better. You need to pursue your dreams. You need to set goals. You need to execute. You need to make better decisions. They come into your life and inspire you to wake up every sleeping passion that you have inside of you. So imagine a situation where you have to, or you have given up on, let's say, love or being in love. Now, this type of person comes in and shows you that love truly is a beautiful thing. Or you have given up on your dreams and they come in and motivate you to take a chance on yourself. One thing about the awakener is they are action-driven. They are intentional and they see the good in people or they see the potential in you and won't stop till they get you going on that path. They are the type of people you want to always have around you. Aside from awakening your passions, they sometimes end up being your biggest cheerleader. They criticize you when you are wrong, but also encourage you when you are down. 
I remember a friend I considered the awakener in my life and I have met lots of awakeners in my journey in life but this friend of mine believed so much in my potential they believed I could scale beyond my comfort zone and be a better version of myself. Now, um, there was a time in my life when I was comfortable being just an existing being on earth, you know. At that time, I didn't care if I made an impact in my community or if I developed my skill into a mastership. But when I came in contact with her, the story of my journey began. One thing I can never forget she said to me was, what if you sleep on your vision? And in 15 years from now, when you look back, you can tell that your vision, if it was executed, could have made a lot of difference in the world. Won't you leave in regret then? Now, that statement changed everything for me. I began to paint pictures in my head of where I wanted to be in a few years, how I was going to get there. And I became totally uncomfortable with my, my situation at that time. I wanted more. Not in a greedy way, but I wanted to do something more. I wanted to serve with my skills. I wanted to grow in my skills. And this took me on a learning path. Although it's been years since I had that conversation with her, but I consider it the very beginning of my awakening. Now, the awakeners are always, always, or sometimes arrive at the right moment. They arrive at a time when we need a jolt to charge our potentials and drive us to do something we're afraid to do. But we might just miss the awakener in our journey in life. You might have the awakener and then you don't realize it. That is something about the people who come into our lives because every, t every single individual comes with a different goal. And the goal, the goal for you is to know what that person is coming to your life to accomplish. And if you can know that, you will always, always be on the path that, you know, they can improve you or not. So you might want to figure out, okay, this person is in my life because they are the awakener. They want to show me that I could be better. Or is this person in my life just to derail me from my purpose? Now, the third type of people that I have met in life are the yes man. Okay, the yes man. <laughs> Now, this is a person who agrees with everything that is said. This person endorses or supports without criticism. This person is someone who comes to you and every of your opinions or ideas, they say yes to it. They are the opposite of the awakener. They are the opposite of a cheerleader. And honestly, having the yes man always around is dangerous. You can you can have them in your life, but having them always around is dangerous because they don't inspire. Now, I remember a situation where a friend during the height of uh, the pandemic, that was in 2019, and the lockdown came in. And a friend of mine told me that he wanted to terminate the appointment of his operations manager. And this was in the middle of the pandemic, you know, so cutting him off didn't seem like a good idea. But he said he wanted, he needed to have done it a long time ago. So I asked him why he wanted to do that. And he told me that his operations manager was a yes man. And he hated that about him. So I didn't quite get it then, you know, until much later, um, I was consulting for a business on developing a company culture for their staff and it hit me. 
I remember that conversation and I was able to pinpoint certain times in my life that I had come across a yes man. And believe me, I didn't like the energy those people who were attached to me at the time as yes men gave out. So here's the thing. A yes man doesn't have an insight into how to cope with you or how to, you know, criticize you or even add value to you. What a yes man is designed to do is simple and that is agree with everything you say without a buffer. No, just straight acceptance. That's what they're programmed to do. They do not inspire your growth and these type of people shouldn't be around you at all. They can be around you, like I said earlier, but they don't need to be influencers of your perspective on issues. The yes man serves one purpose, to please you. They are wired as people pleasers and don't have the sense of engineering a better version of yourself or the relationship you are with them. So my friend fired his operations manager because he was creating a zombie-like culture in the workplace and he didn't like that. What my friend wanted was a vibrant, inspiring workforce that thinks for themselves and also has independent insights aside from his. And right now, I am learning how not to be a yes man, not to be an uninspiring person to my close circle or to my community. Now, the fourth and the final type of people on my list are the backstabbers. Now, if we take a good look at our interactions, most recent or in the past, we've at one point met a backstabber. The backstabber's personality is more of a deceiver they are always usually very close to you and can sometimes be in your inner circle now when you meet this person you will believe them with everything just to have them use it against you coming across backstabbers in my journey has been very educating i tell you i mean i have learned so much from them one key thing i have learned is that i need to do all i can not to be bitter not to be jealous not to be deceitful in my interactions with people. They have taught me that. Backstabbers did teach me that. And backstabbers feel insecure. They feel insecure, they are emotionally vulnerable, and they are angry with themselves and the world. So what they do is that they make up stories about others or exaggerate minor mistakes and weaknesses of people to create a sense of worthiness in themselves and worthlessness in other people. So they, they like to stir up conflict and drama and enjoy seeing people going at each other's throats. Often backstabbers, these people, they leave us astounded and maybe confused as well because when we realize that um, what they had done and what they're up to because we really would not guess as much because of their stealth and manipulative ways we are usually astounded like why <laughs> how did this person get into my life why did they do this to me well in truth you will come across a backstabber and you need to understand this first you need to know that in order for you to know how you can handle them so how do you spot a backstabber let me share some of the insights with you that I use in my circle to know who a backstabber is. Now, some are overly friendly and can be full of flattery for no apparent reason. And this is to win you, to win your trust, and uh, to so they can disguise their unsavory motives. They can make a, a show about being friends with you, yet indulge in uh, poisonous gossip about you. 
they always want to go into uh, your other friends, you know, they want to know them and be their friends as well, even when they don't have invitations to do that. They are always the ones with the juiciest gossip about someone else who you might or might not have dealings with. That's the interesting thing about backstabbers. They have the gist. They almost always deny their role in spreading lies or starting rumors about people. And one thing that you should know that is a trait about a backstabber is they are extremely manipulative. They are manipulative and they can make you feel guilty when you confront them about their actions. They know how to turn the tables. So dealing with backstabbers isn't really worth it. If possible, stay away from them. But for me, I have always liked confronting my challenges head on. I don't give up. I don't give room for speculations. As challenging as it maybe might seem, confront the backstabber only when you have evidence that they have been saying negative things about you or your friends or your close circle. Because if you don't have those evidence, they will delight in their triumph and continue with more of the same things that they do. So it's also not wise to maybe repay a backstabber by backstabbing them in return because you don't want to have such energy around your progress. And these are the people that I have come across. They're a long list, but I decided to share this for because it's a broad spectrum of individuals who try to shape us. And these set of people can shape your, your personality or shape your reality to uh, the positive or to the negative. It depends on how you want to embrace it. Some of us do embrace the negative more than we can embrace the positive. So if someone comes into your life, you're, you're thinking, okay, what is your role? And you like that energy that they bring in. Does the energy improve you? Does it add value to you? Those are the, those are the unique questions that I like to ask. This person in my life right now, are they inspiring value? Are they engineering growth? The relationship we have, is it growing? Is there something profitable coming out of, of it? Now, the people you meet every day of your life will contribute to adding value to your existence, be it negative or positive. Now, irrespective of the kind of effect that they leave, you generally take a profitable lesson from their personality. That's how I see it. That is one key thing I wanted to share in this episode of the podcast with you today. We constantly learn, whether it's directly or indirectly, it's all conscious at the end of the day. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. Remember to subscribe and let me know what you think about the episode. I will love your feedback. You can join me on social media. The links to my social media pages are in the description. You should check it out. And please rate the podcast. You can rate the podcast and share with your friends. You can, you know, tell your friends, hey, listen to Thoughtful Randomness with BJB The Show, man. And here's something that I'm passionate about. I'd like you to donate to the podcast. Whatever amount you desire to donate. We are building a system where we won't need to run ads on the podcast and your donations will go a long way to helping us achieve that so find the donation link in the description as well and thanks for being part of this journey my journey to conscious learning is your journey to conscious learning as well 